Okay, good morning. We've been uh, focusing this year. It's been a long time, but oh, first of all, I want to thank, I just didn't see him in the regular spot. I want to thank uh, Lazy Bean Cafe, the whole Sosemski family for the great breakfast. I hope there's nothing in the coffee extra. You'll see what I mean as I uh, give the share today. So uh, we've been discussing, last week we took a little different uh, approach for Yom HaTzimut, Yom HaZikaron, but how davening is uh, hopefully going to have some impact on us even when we leave Shul. Spoke about it to Shabbos as well. And uh, this explains the very uh, important tefillah that has uh, become codified into our Sidurim. Right after davening we say, So I spoke a little bit about it last time, about the idea of... Uh, asking a special tefillah not to speak Lashon Hara. Now, obviously, tefillah is not in itself going to do the job. You have to work on yourself. We have to work on ourselves. We're faced many times during the day with uh, opportunities to uh, speak ill of others. And maybe there are going to be times that you have to. You're in business. You realize somebody's about to rip off your uh, boss. You can't hide behind uh, this past week's parsha. Lo telech rachel ba'mecha. Is that this past week, right? You can't hide behind that. The Nitziv says, That would be a violation of standing idly by. So obviously you have to know to make the calculations. So I'm going to show you a very strange case. I figure this is a good starting point. And the answer is less important than the question. The answer is actually somewhat strange. And I don't want to say that about uh, Rev Zilberstein, who uh, gives this answer, but it must show you a desperate situation. And this is the type of thing, don't necessarily try at home, but I'm going to tie it back, hopefully, into uh, what tefillah is meant to accomplish. When you daven for something, we're not just asking for some uh, Hail Mary, Lahavdil, from uh, the Ribbon Shalom, but we're hopefully, if we're mentioning something, then that's going to generate our own thoughts. So here's a question. This is the Gemara Masecha Savodazar Dafiyud test. What the Gemara is discussing there is, you know, I pointed out last time, the whole tefillah is really based on a parak of Tehillim that we say on Shabbos. We don't say it during the week. And then it says in the next Pasuk, So it's part of a whole formulation. You turn away from bad, not just to do, not to do bad, but in order to do good. Okay, so that's what the Gemara here is discussing. Let's say a guy, Shema, if you look at the second line, you, you can't make this up, but the Gemara does discuss it. Shema Yomar Adam. Maybe a person will say, oh, what source am I on? I have no idea. Let me tell you. One, two, three, the fourth source. The fourth source from the bottom. Sometimes I prepare this year and on, on the drive to, uh, fourth from the top. I, on the drive here, it's a long drive. I say I should prepare it differently. I mean, I should present it differently. So that's what happened today. So fourth line from the top, fourth, fourth uh, paragraph from the top. I need some coffee. Okay, so what happens? A guy says, if you look into the second line, Shema Yomarada, maybe a person will say, You know, this is a big deal that uh, Hashem is telling us, David Amelch is telling us, Hashem also in this past week's parsha that uh, we're not supposed to speak bad. Let's assume it means Lashon Hara, but that's just one narrow application. The difference between Mirma and Ra, we mentioned this uh, two weeks ago, Mirma is, be t- is to be duplicitous. You, you say one thing, but you mean the other. And that could happen in business. 
It can happen in any area of life. Now, does it mean you always tell everybody exactly what you think of them? I don't know if that's the right approach, but whether you can be duplicitous or not, that's a whole big shayla, Ganevus das, etc. So a guy says, I know how I'm going to take care of this. This is what the Gemara says. What I'll do is I'll sleep through most of the day. And if I sleep through most of the day, I'm not going to really create uh, too many problems. You know, this is a question that comes up before Yom Kippurim. Guy wants to take a pill. I'm not talking about a uh, caffeine pill, but a guy can't handle a lot of jokes. I know about that. But a guy can't handle the fast. So he says, just put me out. You know, put me out for 24 hours. So we're going to try to avoid that because, now it may be that's all you have to do, because the Pasuk says, the Gemara says, the Pasuk, Sur Meira Tov. The goal is not just to Sur Meira. You know, it's like the goal of Shabbos is I can't, uh, I can't resist checking the scores on Shabbos. So therefore, uh, I'm going to take all my cell phones and throw them, throw them in the garbage. Before, you know, I guess that could be a good approach. But I'm not going to uh, go to sleep the whole Shabbos. Sumeras Tov. Okay, and Ain Tov Elatora. What, what he says over here is Ain Tov Elatora. It doesn't mean Ain Tov Elatora. There are a lot of good things. But go to the Torah for the solutions. And what you'll find the solutions is the Torah will tell you the positive things to do. So how does this work in Midos Ben Machavero? And what, what I'm getting towards is hopefully to explain, at least for myself, this is the big Chiddush, give you a little bit about my own life, that I say, since I learned this, I look at it a little bit differently. So here's the question. You can't make up these questions unless they are. But it doesn't matter. So She'ela, look at the bottom. This comes from Chashuk Echemed. It's a safer by the Rabbi Yitzchak Zilberstein. He's the brother-in-law of uh, Chaim Kanievsky, but he stands in his own right. He has a community in Beit Shemesh. He's, a, he's an expert in the areas of halacha, especially medical halacha. I forgot the name of the hospital there where he's the posek. So She'ela, Ma'isa <coughs> Be'echad, it's the last source on the page. You see it, Sam? Ma'isa Be'echad, She'omar L'shtate B'mesivas Me'reim. So this guy was about to have uh, some kind of family celebration or friendly celebration. You know, maybe it was a wedding coming up. Okay, the guy's going to have a wedding. Um, he's going to be a guest. I don't know if it means the father or the groom or the bride over here. That would be problematic. And it's clear, it was clear that this guy was going to, at this wedding, speak Lashon Hara. I think you have to assume from the question, this is not just a guy who, you know, oh, that's, that dress she's wearing, you know, that's not appropriate, or that guy's suit, or the photographer's terrible. It must be this, you know, Rambam talks about a Baal Lashon Hara. You could have such a person who really could ruin uh, an event. It's, I guess, a professional slanderer. Maybe works for the National Enquirer, or uh, I don't know if that's still around, but, you know, that's what they do. When I say professionally, it's what they lo- love to do. So this is hard to imagine, this question, but you'll get the lesson from it. You see where we're going. Ulochein, uh, but his wife really knew him because it never says that he thought he couldn't control himself. Everybody thinks they can control themselves. Ulochein halcha ishto, so what did his wife do before the event? So v'shidla oso she yayin. She convinces him, coaxes him, I think would be the right translation in English, that she, he should have a drink of wine before going to the event. You hear this, Michael? 
Allah, and then, you know, he's not interested in drinking before the event. He says, I'm going to have so much booze at this event. He says, no, you have to understand. Allah, he says to her, This is a big thing in Israel. This is wine, the wine you're drinking over here. It's the Babasali's wine. Or, you know, it's Abu Chatzera's wine. Or it's the Rebchayim Knievsky's wine. This is special wine. Now, what's the wife? They have a beautiful relationship, by the way. What's the wife's intention? Now, this sounds like stories from Tanakh. A couple of stories in Tanakh you could think about. And the, the, husband, the man usually doesn't end up alive in those stories. Okay. Habal Shasamimenu. So, sure enough, the guy drinks it, and she was successful. He falls asleep. He sleeps a lot. He's upset with his wife at the end because she seduced him, basically. His argument is, look what you did. You caused me to miss Torah. He wasn't concerned about the Lashon Hara. So, did this woman do correctly, right? But she basically, you know, put her, put her uh, husband out of commission to save him from himself. Now, you have a whole bunch of issues over here that go beyond me as far as Kovel, like in the Hall of Teaching the Gemara now about damages. Are you allowed to do this to someone? You know, who are you to be the mashkiach? Oh, generally, you shouldn't be the mashkiach over your spouse. But you have the right to knock somebody out? You, you're saving their olam haba? So these are interesting questions. And then he brings up something over here, which is another case. That's why I tell you, watch what's in the coffee. Umahadin let's say he would uh, someone else you know inside the the wine you put you know what a kadur shena is a sleeping pill put a sleeping pill now i don't know if they put this on his woman's uh, shidduch list but uh, she's a very powerful woman i don't know if you want to marry her by definition by forcing somebody to sleep they're going to be missing out on uh, mitzvahs right so you'd expect the answer would be it's Sur Meirav Asetov. Now, the answer ends up being somewhat striking, and you have to realize we must really be dealing with a uh, very, very destructive type of person. Because his conclusion, if he, first he says, this seems very strange. The goal is not to just not do bad, the goal is to do good, and you're knocking out the possibility. What it also reflects is that some people, there's a recognition that some people really have a Lashon Hara issue. And it's acknowledging that Lashon Hara could really be destructive. Right? We're not just talking about casual Lashon Hara, which is not the greatest thing either. But to, to what extent? You could see at what, what could happen at a wedding. I mean, I've been at weddings. I sit at a lot of weddings, Baruch Hashem. And uh, I hear some interesting comments. You know, I try to sit in the rabbi section where there's less comments. But, you know, you hear a lot of comments about the families, about could they really be affording this, you know. There's a lot of stuff that goes on about the band, about the singer. I mean, I was at one recently, there was a full analysis going on. I mean, you, are, you just stuffed your face. The guy still had ketchup on his tie, you know, and he's analyzing every single thing walking down, the ladies walking. He says, a lot of, some people should be put out, right, or they shouldn't be invited. So that's kind of what's going on over here. So he says, what's that? Yeah, I, listen, most people, Baruch Hashem, are good in the saying to Hillam. I don't know what they're saying to Hillam for, but they're saying to Hillam, hopefully. It's not a lie, but okay. 
Adam. So if you look what's highlighted, Hamushrash Belashan Hara, Benasis Lokaheter. He says there could be such an extreme application where this woman is actually doing her husband. You know, maybe it's a specific type of event. Venasis Lokaheter, Adif Lo Lesgaris Bashena. Sometimes it's better that the guy should sleep. It's not so wild. Avim Yigia Machmazel Bittel Torah. Even though by sleeping it'll cause the person to miss out on mitzvot. So that's what he says, and then he wants to give a proof, own ben You know what we're talking about over here in the story of Korach. There was a guy named On who, he really had nothing to do with the rebellion against Moshe, but he joined his friends. So his wife, uh, according to the source in Sanhedrin, <coughs> it's not like the wife convinced him not to do wrong, she put him out. You know, it comes to a vote, and he was gonna vote. It would have been his life or the death. So the night of the board meeting, the wife gave, you know, gave him an extra little bit to drink. Now, if you look at the Marsha in this Gemara, and I'm trying to show how this is a bit, to give a mainstream approach, the extreme of this obviously shows you that we're dealing with a, a very extreme case where a person isn't willing to, or is unable, and maybe they need some psychological help as well, to work on themselves, Right, the only way this could possibly be allowed is if the person themselves is unwilling to work on themselves. And there's a few ways, as a religious Jew, we work on ourselves. One aspect is through tefillah. Now, it's not enough. You have to figure out what motivates you to speak Lashon Hara, what happened in your childhood. That's part of why we say to Hashem at the beginning, Elokainetzer Lashoni Meira. When we get to this, because I see it's already time to end, I want to at least read you the Marsha. The, the Rebbe Yashiv understands this as a much broader category of Lashon Hara than we seem to be discussing in this case. You know, there's a lot of gray areas in Lashon Hara where it's not by definition a prohibition, it's what we call Avak Lashon Hara. So if you're davening for something, and this of all the different tefillos that Amarayim and even Tanayim offered, this was the one, remember in the Gemara in Brachos that was chosen to be part of our Siddur, it's worth looking at it. So I just want to read you the Marsha on the Gemara and Rav Zilberstein, in a way, ignores this marshal because I think he must be dealing with a very extreme case. Ratzal Omar, because this is how he understands the Gemara. Shema Yomar Adam, person says, right, he'll end up sleeping, this is the last source, mitam de kamar, as we explain. Kadei shlo avalidei l'shan haras v'sayim yomar, talmud lomar v'asei tov. That's not really what we're striving for. The sur meira, which is presented in the context of l'shan hara, is not just to stay away from bed. But you're supposed to do good. You should be involved in Torah. If you study the principles of Lashon Hara, the motivations behind it, then hopefully that's what's going to keep you away from it. Again, not in a perfect way, but definitely uh, from being uh, such a terrible force within the community, such a violator. And we'll go back, uh, hopefully we'll have a chance next time, just to look at what exactly do we mean when we say that it's not just these extreme type of cases, but there are a lot of gray areas as well, as well that we need to work on.